Um, so the, uh, here's what I want you to know. Uh, guys, if you are with somebody, just know that it's Single Awareness Day because uh, if you don't do something for Valentine's Day, you will be single. And, uh, and, uh, and, and for those of you that are single, just know that it's Singles Awareness Day because you're left out. And I'm sorry, but we love you. Just know that you have somebody who loves you right here. That's, that's me. Anyway, I don't want Awkward, awkward, awkward. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't come looking for a kiss. You're not going to get one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So uh, we're going to take a one-week break from our series, Fresh Air. And the reason why we're doing that is because there's this thing that happens today. Anybody know what happens today? Like something, it's like, there's a wedding. There's a wedding happening today. Uh, Good friends of ours and uh, are getting wedding, you know, are getting married today. Uh, And, uh... I, I uh, kind of a rough day to choose it, but uh, but uh, it, 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 they are getting married today, so I'm excited for them. I will be there for that, and uh, and then I'll also be at some other little thing that we have going on. So Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre concert. That's right. That's that's right. That's right. So uh, here's the thing: is that uh, some people kind of know this thing, right? They know this thing as Super Bowl. We, we call it. Uh, you know, it's American football. It's often, it often involves lots of food. It often involves lots of people coming together. It often, invo- it's like the big game here in the United States. Um, but most of us, most of us do not have any skin in the game as far as the team that's there, right? You know, most of us, you know, and you might be a true passionate football watcher. You're like, football's on, I'm watching it. And it could be like, you might be that person that just sits there and watches high school football just because it's football. You know, they're getting ready to start a new league. If you guys didn't know, The Rock owns a, a new football league. They're going to be playing here in a couple of weeks. Uh, so um, The Rock is involved. It might be successful. Uh, but uh, The Rock, the guy who actually is a wrestler named Dwayne Johnson, you know. Uh, uh, but so he's going to be, uh, so he's starting a league that actually is already, anyway, I'm not going to go into any more of that. But uh but here's the thing, most of us don't have any skin in the game today, right? Not many of us are Rams fans, especially if you grew up in the Bay Area. You're definitely not a Rams fan. You're like a Rams hater because they're in the same division as the Niners. And, uh, and most people that live in L.A. are Rams haters, too, because they moved to St. Louis and then came back. So, they're like, so I don't know who really roots for that team, but that's all right. And most of us are not Cincinnati fans because unless you're like a really big fan of Tigers, you know, that's the only reason why people like them. A lot of times they're like, hey, their uniforms are Tigers. I like the Bengals. And so most of us are watching today because of the commercials. That's really what it is. Most of us are watching today because of the commercials. And the halftime show, right? This one might be good. The last year was kind of weird with the weekend. You know, and so, but, but you never know. You never know how it's going to go. You know, I mean, it could be a weird one again. Who knows? We'll find out. But in Jesus' time, he told and he taught, in that generational time, he taught by parables and stories, right? You know, and so we see this, the father of two sons, the shepherd with a hundred sheep, the rich landowner. We see this, Jesus told stories with parables to illustrate or highlight a spiritual truth. That's what happened. Shh, you're in the front row. You can't be that vocal. It's got to stop. You know, I love you too, but man, you're going to throw me off and... Like, so, so today we're going to use commercials to, to illustrate the very same 
same thing. So here's the thing is that I understand I'm in front of the big TV here, and so I'll be ducking off. It's going to be weird transitions. It'll happen. Just kind of get through that really fast. So today we're going to go through six commercials and, uh, and, so, and several verses. So get your notepad out. Do whatever you got going. We're going to go through a lot of verses. Melissa was like, oh, my God, so many verses. You know, she was putting it in. Here's what I want you to do, though. All of these commercials... We're going to find spiritual meaning in all of them. I want you to know that right now. So they may not be what you thought, but we're going to find spiritual meaning in all of them. And what I want you to do is pick the one that resonates with you. So you're going to find, we're going to watch one of these six. It's going to resonate with you. And I want you to pick that one. And we're going to walk out of here. And that's going to be your verse for the rest of this year, maybe, or your connection for the rest of this year. So how many of you are ready? Yeah. Ready? All right, here's the first one. That was unexpected, right? <laughs> it's so perfect, right? As you watch it, you're going along. By the way, if you want to know, this is a commercial that says filmed on iPhone 13. Okay, so I want you to know that. It's an iPhone commercial. Uh, but as you watch that, it's unexpected. You, you know, like we weren't expecting. You were like, oh, they're going to go through. She's going to do this every year, right? No, 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 no. So how many of you this year or this last two years got hit by something that you didn't see coming? How many of us got hit by, whether it was COVID, whether it was whatever, we got hit with something, we didn't even see it coming. We were like going, what? You know, and that's how we, we get this mindset there, right? The last, we've, lost, we, we've lost so much. that The last couple of years have been the hardest, most complicated, most painful time of most of our lives. It really has. And, and so... Some people have lost businesses, people have lost opportunities, friendships, loved ones, and lots of people have lost their faith. It's just kind of what's happened. 
See, what I want you to know, though, is the devil is a thief and the devil is a liar. You need to know that right now. And see, he came to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to restore, to give life, to make it to where we live life to our fullest. And here's what it says. Peter says this in First, in first Peter 5.10, right? He comes out, he says, and then... After your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace who has called you to come to share in his eternal glory in Christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. And he will set you firmly in a place and build you up. See, here's the thing. If you feel like the devil has knocked you down, you are not alone. But God is there to lift you up. God can restore. God, God can restore your finances. God can restore your marriage. God can restore your relationships. God can restore your health. God can restore your joy. You just have to be seeking him. You have to be seeking him. See, with God, your comeback can be greater than your setback. Maybe this is your one. Maybe it is. So here's what it says, and for, you know, we're going we're to look at a different version. It says, the God of all grace will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. Did you know, I want to give you a, just a little, little bit of knowledge here. Did you know if you ever break a bone someplace, if you break your arm, you break your wrist, you break something, do you know that once it heals and it's set back in place, it'll never break there again? It'll never, ever break there again. It will heal stronger and be more resilient than ever. I want you to know that if you seek God for healing right now, you will find that you will be, you will find healing and you will be stronger than you were at the beginning. Let's watch the second part of that commercial. Restoration is beautiful, isn't it? So, how about we do a little bit of a throwback, uh, maybe a little bit of a uh, of an older one that you that you look at this. Now, I got, I, I want to tell you they're not all Super Bowl commercials. We kind of pick and choose a little bit. None of them are going to be out there. But I want you to know something. It's all about your words. Okay, your words. So here's the thing. Proverbs 18:21 tells us. The tongue has the power of life and death. The tongue has the power. What you say matters. It does. It's all about the words and how you use them. Let's watch this one. Sarah, long time no see. Hi, your sister looks beautiful. Oh, thanks. You too. You know, you look like you've lost a ton of weight. 
See that girl over there with the brown hair? Really high maintenance. That's my fiance. Hey, okay. Hey, it's Barbara. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, Kay was my Uncle Bill's second wife. Yes, I know that. Sorry. Can I have your attention? <clears throat> Can I have everyone's attention, please? I'd, uh, I'd like to say a few words about my sister. Oh, no. Um, I'm not really very good at this kind of thing, but uh, here goes. That is going to be good. Angie, you've been blessed to find someone you can move through this life with. Together, you've learned that love doesn't just happen. You have to create it, craft it, and nurture it. It can be even better when it's been held in the palm of the hand or cradled for a while. You've grown a love that is enduring, stunning in its beauty. <clears throat> Congratulations on your wedding and continuing to create your lives together. Uh, I, I didn't actually write those words, um, but I do mean them. everyone my mom paid like two grand for that cake <laughs> thank god for hallmark right you know isn't that what it really comes out of but really so do you see what started to transform in there thank god for healing and encouraging words your words build up your words tear down thank god for words right isn't that what we have is that so when you look at this uh, the next slide is it up there yet nope that's the blank that you're looking to fill in words so it says here, it says the words of, a rec of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. See, isn't it sad how people are with others, that how they can be polite to strangers, but when they get home, they're the most harsh with the ones that they love the most? Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it sad that when we see that, that we can, you can be so nice to those everywhere else, but when you get home, you just, you just go on a ramping. So here is what I want you to do. You can even write this down. It can just be your daily prayer, and you can go, God, help me from speaking hurtful and discouraging words. Empower me to only speak words that build others up and honor you. This is a daily prayer. If you did this all the time, you would be amazed of what would happen as you interacted with people. So it's in the notes. It's probably posted online, but just go ahead and, and just make this part of your daily prayer life. Is just make this part of it. See, Here's a rule when you were growing up. You might have heard this before. If you, if you think something hurtful, negative, what was it? Don't say it, right? right? If you think that, if you think whatever it is, just don't say it. And if you think of something good, what are you supposed to do? Say it, right? It's not supposed to be one of these things. It's too often that people walk their whole lives without ever hearing a word of praise. If God gives you something good to say to somebody, somebody then you should say it. So maybe... Maybe that is your, is, your, is your one that you're going to walk away with going, I will be much better with my words. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. See, today's culture kind of makes it to where we want to do something important. We want to be relevant. We want to be recognized. How do we do that? In today's culture, here's how you become 
really great. There it is. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. That's a new definition of greatness. By giving that definition of greatness, it means that everybody can be great. You don't have to know about Plato and Aristotle to serve. So, I will tell you that uh, Dodge caught massive pushback because they used Dr. Martin Luther King in this. But see, here's the thing, is that those words that he said were the words of Jesus. That's what he said. And so, I will tell you is that if you've watched any <laughs> Dodge commercials over the last couple of years in Super Bowl, they've all been really good as recently. They, you know, they had a farmer, Clint Eastwood, they had this one, they've been really good. People still aren't buying Dodge trucks, but they have been really good commercials. So, but here's what it says. It says, the greatest among you will be your servant. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Everyone can be great because everyone can serve. Everyone can be great because everyone can serve. See, serving isn't, it certainly isn't for just people here at church, right? I just want you to understand this. Serving isn't the only thing. It isn't only for serving here at church. I'm not telling you, hey, you should send that same thing to that text number I gave you, that 3343, that's 707-419-3343, and just text serve. If you text that to it, it'll send you back the serving opportunities that are available here at the edge. But that's not what we're talking about here. See, see Paul compared the physical body to the body of Christ, right? Isn't that what Paul comes out and he goes, he compared, and he said, every body part is important. He says that everything is. And see, if you are a follower of Jesus, your role is important. You have a role. You have a ministry. You have a calling. You are called to do something. And I want you to know something. If in church, if you're not engaged, if you're not involved, if you're not loving, if you're not serving, something God wants done is not being done. Something God wants done is not being done. A need is not being met. A, a life is not being changed. And someone is not going to heaven because you're sitting like a bump on a log. Maybe it's time for you to go, I need to serve. I need to get plugged in. I need to be doing something. Maybe this year you will use your gifts to make a difference in church. You want to be important. You want to be recognized. You want to be whatever it is. It says the greatest will be recognized as a servant. Everyone can be great. Everyone can serve. All right. Are you guys ready for a funny one? You, guys, you sure? I don't know. I don't know if you're ready for a funny one because it didn't sound like you were ready to laugh. All right. All right. Here we go. Here's a funny one. My name is Sharon. 
It's not Sharon. S-H-A-R-O-N. People keep getting it wrong. No, no, not Karen. They get real ringo. They're like, okay, Karen, or thanks, Karen. What, the Karen? Like, hello? <laughs> That's not my name. And stop filming me. Sharon isn't the easiest person to be around. Hey, Dawn! 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 And I guess the, the stress and the tension of trying to enforce laws that she feels that other people should be following turned my Sharon. Sweetened almond milk, Dawn? Into a, a, a total Karen. Garbage. I saw these ads for Chirp and the reviews were like, these wheels are amazing. I feel like a new person. I use this at night and I'm like a new person. We love this wheel. It just takes a few minutes a day and you feel like a brand new person. I mean, there's a theme here, right? Um, I got a little gift for you. So I was a little nervous about giving her the trip wheel, but when Sharon felt the four-way stretch, that's when slowly... I forgive everyone for everything. All oh, the tension is just, just gone. Karen disappeared, and I got my Sharon back. Don, I'm not angry anymore! Flipstrip has a 60-day free trial, so if it doesn't transform the Karens, just ship me back. The trip wheel, not Karen. What's that supposed to mean, Don? Oh. <laughs> How about being made new, right? You know, isn't that what it is, being made new? I don't know about this chirp wheel, if it works or not, but, but man, I might want to have to check it out. You know, it's kind of what it is. You know, see, so, but I want you to know something. All of us, all of us, not just every few or just the, the women in here, all of us can be a Karen at some time. I can tell you that right now. All of us can be a Karen. You can be demanding. You can be angry. You can be critical, right? I'm a Karen, I guess. You can be sinful, right? You can be all of those things. See, while I can't confirm Chirp's claim to make you new, I did order one. I'm just, no, I'm kidding. I didn't order one. I don't think it's available in the United States, by the way. I think this is, a, I think this is an Australian commercial, so I don't, I don't think it's available, but... I can confirm the promises of God. It says here in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So who is Christ Jesus? The sinless son of God. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's what Romans 10, 13 says. With Christ, the old is gone. That Karen is gone. And you become somebody new. Not a better version not, not different. Your sins are gone, you're forgiven, and you're new. And that's why he says, this could be the one that you, this could be your video going, I need to get the chirp wheel because I need to be made new. I need to have this new relationship with Jesus and I need something. Now, I want to dive into this next video. This one is a little bit longer, uh, not longer than what we've already watched. It's a little bit longer as you're watching it. Um, I had to, I should tell you now, um, if you go looking for this commercial, you will not find it as what I'm going to show here because I had to modify it because it said some things in it that I could not show in church. <laughs> Just want you to know that now. Uh, apparently, Melissa's trying to airdrop me a Amazon link right now. <laughs> oh, she found the chirp. That's what's happening right now. So here's the thing. It throws everything off. It breaks everything. No more airdrops. Decline. Thank you. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> So I want to give you a little motivation. 
because I think that some of us want to move forward and we need some motivation. And so this one is, this one is for everyone who knows that you were created for more and you were tired of settling for less. Here you go. The best of your ability every single time. Some of y'all so caught up on the game that you don't get it. It is in practicing. It is in eating right. It is in making good decisions that you look a certain way. It is how you practice. It is what you do that makes you look like you look. It is the process of the grind that shapes you and forms you. It's not the game. And that's why most of y'all get beat in the game or make mistakes in the game because you think grinding is what happens when the sun comes out. You think grinding is what happens when the lights come on. You think grinding is what happens when people get in the stage. That's not grind. The real grind is in the dark when nobody sees you, when nobody knows what you're doing. When you studying without coach, when you putting in those extra reps, when you watching those videos and you getting inspired, when you change your music, it's the process that makes you sweet. And the problem with some of y'all is you want somebody else to support your dream. It's yours. If you want it to happen, get your butt up and make it happen. If you want it to happen, rise and grind. Because it's my time. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Ain't no such thing as tomorrow. We only got today. It begins right now as no one looking at how you hold yourself, how you see yourself. What do you do when no one's watching? If you do it then, I guarantee you, you'll be doing it when everyone's watching. So that was actually given as a motivational speech to the, to the um, Arkansas Razorbacks. And so if you, uh, if you ever want to go find it, the video is called The Grind. It's actually on YouTube. It's about 12 minutes long if you watch the whole thing. Um, and uh, it's, it's a super, super motivational, just as you watch it. And it, I will tell you, uh, it is heavily laced with foul language. So as you're watching it, just understand that you'll go through it and be like, did he just say that? You heard right. And it's all written across the screen. So I had to motivate, I had to modify it a little bit. The things that no one sees is what brings the results that everyone wants. The things that no one sees is what brings the results that everyone wants. It's the grind. It's what happens in the dark when no one sees you. If you aren't growing, if you're not progressing, if you're, not, if you're going, I want to achieve my goals, what are you doing to get there? So here's the thing. You have to stop trying and start training is what really needs to happen. See, and here's what it says in 1 Corinthians. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, right? Think about this. In a race, everyone runs. Somebody says, who the last one to the car rides in the trunk, whatever. <laughs> well, guess what? Everybody runs to it. Everybody takes off to the car. They all run. It's a race. Everybody runs to do it. But only one person gets the right, the, the prize. Only one person gets to get shotgun. Only one person gets to win. I know that we give trophies to everybody, but only one person gets to say, I won. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. Well, guys, guess what? All of us, we are getting ready. We are training to go out into this community, into these streets. We are training for it. We need to be disciplined in the training that we're taking out to the streets. All of us do. And they do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it to win what? We win an eternal prize. We do it 
So I run with purpose in every step. This is what Paul says. I do it with purpose. I'm doing it for what? Because I'm trying to get to heaven. I'm trying to have joy when I get there. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get that famous statement from Jesus, well done, good and faithful servant. You don't get it by sitting on the couch. You don't get it by watching Netflix. You don't get it by burning through series on whatever it is that you're watching. You get it by training. You get it by spending time with Jesus. You get it because you have a purpose. Every step has a purpose. There is direction behind it. You are telling it, this is where we're going, this is how we're going to get there, and you're not allowing it to be confused, or you're not allowing it to be distracted because you manage that process. And here's what he says, I'm not just shadow boxing. Right? This is a common term, so this is out of the NLT. I'm not just shadow boxing. I'm disciplining my body like an athlete so I can train it to do what it should. When you're an athlete, a competitor, or a fighter, you're doing something that matters. As followers of Jesus, we are doing something that matters. We have to act like it. See, you know, if you're trying, if you're just going out and you're like, I'm going to go serve the community, you know, I'm not going to do any training. Well, how do you think it's going to work out? The first time somebody goes and asks you a question about scripture at all, you're going to be like, I got to call my pastor. <sighs> first Timothy 4, 7 says, train yourself to be godly. Train yourself to be godly. He didn't say, hey, we can just use, we can just straight up use the Yoda line. Try or try not. There is no try or try not. He didn't say try to be godly. He said train yourself to be godly. Stop making excuses. Start training. Not trying to have a better marriage. I'm, I'm going to have a better marriage. I will train to have a better marriage. I'm going to do what's necessary. I'm not trying to get closer to God. I will train to get closer to God. That's how it is. The things that no one sees are what bring all of everything that you were looking for. All of the things that you were after, that's when you get it. So, you guys ready for the last one? The final commercial can be emotional to some of you. It can be. It's real voices, real people, real trouble. Needing real help. Okay, I just want you to know that. Okay? And when you need help, right, our one God is just a prayer away. And I want you to know that. Watch this one. 911, what's your emergency? Hi, I'm in the car. My car is flipped. There's water getting in the car, and I can't get out. 911, what's your emergency? I gave up kind of boarded, and a hard wind pushed me out the city. Okay, do not hang up. 911, what's your emergency? I'm here at the farm. I broke my leg. Face down, 21 feet. I sure, I sure need help quick. Are you by yourself? Yes. Have you tried to get out? You tried to bust the window or something? I'm pretty far out in the ocean. If I can't get to my cell phone, I'm talking on my Apple Watch. Try to keep talking to me. Okay. I can't fight the wind anymore. It's getting deeper. It's getting to my neck. Please hurry. I'm hurting real bad. You're going to seek help, okay? I see them. Yeah, I'm opening the door. Hold on, hold on. All of us, all of us need a lifeline. All of us. In this case, guess what their lifeline was? A watch. It doesn't have to be Apple, right? You could have, you could have Google, right? But really, you could have the Word of God. That could be your lifeline. Just prayer. 
I'm not saying that prayer is going to get you out of the car accident or get you being swept away into the sea or get you from the hole that you fell into that's 21 feet deep. But I will tell you is that without it, you definitely don't get away from it. Without it. And see, so thank God for Apple watching these commercials and this commercial, but even more so, we need to really be looking at it and going, we have something that's way more reliable, way more powerful. We have God. Thank God for God. That's really where we need to be at. See, I know that many of you have been hurting, you've been afraid, you've been discouraged, you have been, you, you, you've just been depressed. I know it. I know. I, I talk to you guys. I know that that's what it is. That's the season. I know that some of you guys, as I've been having conversations with people over the last couple of weeks, as they're going, I just can't wait for the mask mandate to go away. By the way, that goes away on Wednesday. If you guys didn't know that, if you're in Solano County, wherever you're watching from, it might go away there too. I don't know. If you happen to be in Nevada, it's already gone. No mask in school, no nothing. But I know that some of you, and they go, that's, that's when the start of rebuilding can happen. Right, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, the start of rebuilding happens right now. When you reach out that lifeline and go, because here's what it says in Scripture. In Psalm 46.1, it says, God is our refuge and strength and an ever-present help when we are in trouble. Well, who have we been reaching out to while we've been afraid, while we've been discouraged, while we've been depressed, while we've been hurting? Who have we been reaching out to? Have we been reaching out to the things that actually can't fulfill us? Have we been reaching out to, to all the things that have, that as you start to get there, you go, I'm going to go spend money. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go do these things, trying to fill in this emptiness, trying to get joy, trying to find encouragement from the bottle that you've been drinking out of, or trying to, trying to find strength when all that your whole life has been the last two years is living in nothing but fear. Where have you been trying to search for that at? Because most of us haven't been seeking God as our refuge and our strength in times of trouble. Most of us have been finding other things, pursuing other things. And I want you to know that no matter what you are going through, you can cast all of your anxiety, anxiety onto him because he cares for you. That's what scripture says. It's not just one of these things that I come out and go, you know, the word says this. The word says cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. For each one of you. It's, it's not one of these things that you sit there and you can look back and go, well, I've, I've gotten through all of this by my own strength. Here's what he tells us in, you know, as you look at this in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. And so this is out of the NLT, and it says... Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. See, I, I, I want to stop there for a second. If it is on your mind, it is on God's heart. If it is on your mind, it is on God's heart. So talk to him about it. Spend time with him in prayer about it. Whatever you have going on, whatever is coming to your mind, whatever you're dealing with, if it is one of these things that you're, you're sitting there and you're going, I'm worried about this, I'm struggling with this, I have this going on, instead, pray about all of it. Spend time with God in this, because if it is on your mind, it's on his heart, and he wants you to have the best things. He wants you to have the best things. Now, your definition of the best things and his definition of the best things are different. You should know that. You, you should know that immediately. I don't think that God's up in heaven going, lobster's the best thing, because... I don't even like lobster, so it's definitely not the best thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Susan, what? You don't like lobster? Nope. Don't like lobster. 
They eat nothing but garbage off the floor. Who wants to put that in their body? Anyway, tell God what you need. It is delicious, right? It's just all fat and you soak it in butter and garlic and all those things, right? Isn't that what you got to do? Because you're, ta- you're covering up the taste of garbage. You know what I'm going to say? Eat the anyway, <laughs> it's, it's real. tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Tell him what you need and thank him for what he's done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds and as you live in Christ Jesus. Here's the thing, though. That last line is important. That last line at the end of verse 7 is very, very important. It says, as you live in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say thank him for the stress, the worries, all those things, and, give, and pray about it, and then go out and continue to live a life of sin. That's not what it says. Right? It doesn't say, please take away this worry of being arrested for committing robberies, and then go commit another robbery. It just doesn't work that way. Right? You, you, you just can't. You can't go. You have to say, I'm going to shift and I'm going to live in Christ. What does that mean? Well, that's a fundamental change for a lot of us. That means that we're going to love as Jesus loved. So obviously we don't steal from one another. That means that we're going to give as Jesus gave. That means that we're generous with our time, our resources, our finances. We're generous. We love. He says that if somebody asks for your shirt, give them your jacket as well. He says it, it means that as instead of getting angry and being sharp with your tongue... It says to care and remember that your words can either build people up or destroy them. That's what it's talking about being in Christ Jesus. It means that you give 100% at every job that you do. And so if you're the fry guy at McDonald's, give 100% at the fry guy. Right? And as you dump them fries out, as you're giving 100%, guess what? They don't leave the 100% guy as the fry guy for long. You end up flipping burgers very fast. And then for flipping burgers, you're the lead cashier from the lead cashier you're the manager. From the manager, you're the district manager. Why? Because you gave 100% in every aspect that you can. You don't have to give 110%. That's physically impossible. Just give 100% in all things that you do because that's what Jesus asked us to do. Live for him that way. Woo! Let's go back to the beginning of this for a quick moment and we can sit there and we can go. If it's unexpected... That's what this last two years has been. But you need to know is that God is a God of restoration. Your words, your words are powerful. You, you, you have to understand your, your words and the tongue have the power of life and death. <laughs> the third video was serving. If you want to be great, you want to be the greatest, be known as one of those that serves. That's what you have to be known as. You want to be made new? Stop acting like a Karen. It's as simple as that. (laughs) The grind. Understand that most of the things that you want to do that you're going to be successful in, it will not be easy, and most of it will happen before everyone else actually gets up to do their jobs. It is what happens in the dark that nobody sees that you go out and you do the work that everybody does see, that you prepare for it. And then Our last video was a lifeline. That when you're hurting, when you're in trouble, that God is your refuge and a place to find safety and a place to cast your worries and a place that you find that when you're living within Christ and doing what he's asked you to do, that your life seems to be just 
moving on the right set of tracks. You don't have to play, I got to get onto the right set of tracks. I don't know, I need somebody to hit reset. I need to come back and go back to where I, I made the wrong turn at the Y or I made the, the left at the, at the T in the road when I should have made the right. You don't have to worry about that when you're living within Christ because your steps will be guided by him. As I know that as you watch service today, it can be difficult. Because you're sitting here and you're going, how are we going to bring these in? And it can be funny and it can be one of these things. But if you take and you apply these things to your life, you will find that things will change immediately. Not just, it's not one of these things that you have to wait for years and years and years or even wait for it to, to simmer until it boils over and it, it starts to marinate. You don't have to worry about any of that. You start doing this today, tomorrow will be different. I want you to know that right now. Do these things today, tomorrow will be different. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for just the, the, the laughter. The, thank you for the media that we shared today. Thank you for just all of these things, these tools, these resources that you've given us to awaken our hearts, our spirits to you. Father, as we're watching the game today, as we see the commercials, that some of them make us laugh, some of them will make us cry, some of us will wake and go, what were they thinking spending this much money on this commercial? Father, help us try to see you throughout it. Help us try to see how you're moving and how you're reaching people and how it could be a simple act as preventing somebody from walking into the middle of the street that changes their life forever. Father, help us to move forward in the direction that you've asked us to. Help us move forward walking with you so we can cast our cares, our, our anxiety, our worries, everything onto you, knowing that as we're walking with you and walking through this world as we walk in you that you have embraced us into your hands. You have loved us as if we could never been loved before. Father, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for all that you're doing, the bad things that we're experiencing right now, the good things that we're experiencing, but thank you for all of it because we know that as we have been broken through this time, we know that as, we've, as we have been struggling to find healing that once we do find this healing that we will be stronger and more prepared to walk out into the mission field that you've put before each one of us prepared to do the work that you've asked us to do father we're asking for healing we're asking for just a, a, a just a pure abundant outpouring of your spirit into our hearts as the great counselor as the great healer as the it's just the great holy spirit to, to just give us peace and healing now so many of us are hurting and and crying out the simple simple prayer for healing father you say in your word that as long as we ask for it and start to move as if it's already happened that you've already started the work or moving as if you've already started healing, as if you've already started counseling, as if you already started comforting us, we will start to walk forward that way right now. As we exit this service, as we leave this building, as we close out this browser window, as whatever we have going, that we will move as if you've already started a massive and great work in each one of us. Father, thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, and all of us said, Amen.